0: ghosty thank you for joining and welcome this is your home for all things paranormal the unexplained terrifying and more ghost stories and only scary stories from you you are currently listening to episode 3.2 episodes point two are our together in a cabin version these episodes are more comedic and have commentary along with your stories. Episodes 0.0 are, are Alone in the Woods versions. They are not for the faint of heart and highly story-based. Listen to both or listen to one, but I'm your host, Sarah, and we're starting now. Well, welcome back, people. Humans, ghosties, aliens, anything, Bigfoot, <laughs> leprechauns, <laughs> they used <to> funny monster, <laughs> Santa Claus,
1: poor children because all these children know is that some man comes into their house in the middle of the night and leaves them present.
0: It's turning stranger danger into a
1: positive crisis. this man stuck into my house and gave me gifts but that's okay
0: we'll just ignore the fact that he stuck into my house what did you ask for christmas
1: what did i ask
0: for for christmas what was like the thing you remember asking for at christmas when you were a kid
1: um when i was in like that younger stage the most expensive gift i think i asked for at that time was like an ipod
0: what kind of ipod like one of the ones that was just for music or like an ipod touch an ipod touch okay yeah that you know it was like
1: the first step before you got an actual phone yeah (laughs) but like i had i had my first phone when i was eight and it was it was just like a little flip phone razor and that was because i was living in georgia at the time and my mom was here Mm. (laughs) i just remember that one so vividly and then there was one time, I think it was, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe end of elementary school, I
0: had this, like, blue, blue one that flipped up, and you can, like... Oh, the the texting one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had that one, too. It was by LG, um, and uh, it had this little, like, button on it that looked like a video game joystick. And, yeah, and you could just, like, flip it up and just yeah. text on it. Yeah, I was really good at it, too. Like, I think I put on fake nails or something and learn how to do it with fake nails.
1: <laughs> Those times <buttons laughs> were so small, I don't think I would ever want to learn that with fake
0: nails. No, never again. I'm
1: so glad that we have evolved from that time and I now have an iPhone
0: that has no home button. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and I can click like yeah. the button five times and it alerts the police if I need them <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I always get worried that when I like tried to turn my phone off and on a couple times and, hold and that is scary it's the sound to police.
1: Makes, like the alarm that it makes if you do it uh-huh it is literally terrifying yeah it's like hello like, oh my
0: god let me let me hang up yeah. my cops are gonna go to my house i just called you because i was lonely <laughs> oh my god
1: did you see though that they have um where you can text like your local police department now sorry i didn't realize I was making noise. <laughs> you can text your local police department now oh. mm-hmm. if you like aren't able to make a call and you can just we... like let them know if you need emergency assistance where you need emergency assistance blah blah, blah.
0: do we have a number for our police department
1: Believe um actually i
0: think i just shared something this morning though oh my gosh that would be really good really it is helpful. pretty cool
1: oh man because you never know what kind of situation that you could be in where you're not
0: you're not able to make a phone call yeah
1: you have any fun plans for this week
0: taking someone to training for his new job that sounds like fun i'm like i'm gonna be like like i'll miss him but like i mean we have to do it and that's how you survive Cook and train for a job, make money, come home, do it again. <laughs> and then um don't know other than that what I'm doing this week. What about you?
1: This week.
0: <laughs> um, I've got You got some exciting plans yeah, this week. We
1: got our three year anniversary coming up. Yay! And um we plan to stay the night away just um Literally like half an hour away from here. But I found this bookstore. Mm. Um actually through my Instagram I found it. Yeah. And they take your used books for store credit. Mm. And I can buy more
0: used books. Oh my gosh. What if you get there and they like take your books but then it's like old romance (laughs) novels?
1: I'm like, oh, uh, can I get my books back, please? He's like,
0: hey, can I get a refund?
1: But uh. um, based on their Facebook page, they look like they actually have some popular books um, that are actually, like, featured on Book Talk and stuff.
0: Well, that's so good. So
1: hopefully I can find some good finds there. Even if they're not something well-known, I like to read stuff that isn't well-known.
0: Well, that's good. Because,
1: like, not a lot of people have read it, and
0: then, like,
1: I can give it to people to read it.
0: Where are you staying? Do you know yet?
1: We actually found an Airbnb that has a jacuzzi tub.
0: Ooh. Is it like, what kind of Airbnb is it?
1: It's, okay. So it's just like a condo.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's actually in Kissimmee, so it's a little further away, but. It's not that one we
0: were at last year. No, no. Oh, okay. It's
1: got, so it actually has two beds, but they're like two yeah. queen beds, but. Obviously, we don't need two queen beds. Great way be, like, to go celebrate go your in,
0: anniversary. bed,
1: but um, it's got a jacuzzi tub, which I'm kind of excited about. Just take it, put a whole bottle of, like bubble bath in it, and like. <laughs> Poor Airbnb managers going to come there and be like, oh. They're going to
0: charge you in the end.
1: <laughs> There's an extra fee. Mm-hmm. I know this wasn't listed specifically in the rules. You but damaged
0: our jacuzzi, $500. Or
1: laminate floors. Yeah. Please replace them. I don't, know. I
0: don't know. It's not in the
1: woods, is it? Anything like that? No. No, I really think it's just like in the little city area. Okay, good. Good. But we plan to go to the Titanic Museum, which also sounds... <laughs> okay, Wait, listen. What
0: day, okay, what day are you staying the night and what day are you going to like so the shops and stuff?
1: we're going to go the 31st. and okay. um,
0: Like, stay gonna that like, night.
1: We're going to spend the whole day there, stay that night, and then I have to leave early in the morning to come back here. Like, I asked for the next day off. Yeah. Just in case, because well, I... I didn't know what we would be doing that day. But I think just spending the night away is it's
0: fine. Oh, That'll be fine. Get some... Not be here all the time. Don't eat dairy. I'll just take a dairy pill. When you're there. <laughs> Don't eat dairy. I'll take five mm. dairy pills if mm. I have to. So this week, Michaela is going to be reading all of our stories on the point two version with our commentary. So I get to add as much commentary as I want <laughs> And we get to laugh at her voice on the podcast.
1: You can laugh at me all you want. Okay. I oh, love you. Oh, Get my little country twing in there a little bit. So this one is titled, The Forest Felt Different. Sent in from I'm underscore in underscore pain from Reddit. Don't particularly like that username. This story is not made up, and it happened a few weeks ago. It was a very nice spring day, and I decided to check out a hiking path near some forest that I haven't explored yet. I packed my bag and went on a 20-minute walk until I reached the start of the path, where I needed to cut through some bushes to access the nice part of the track that's located on a top of a small hill. After 10 minutes, I exited the bush path and walked around the mountain and enjoyed the view until I until I noticed a tree line in the distance, so I went and checked it out. It was a forest with a very old apple tree, which was surrounded by nothing but moss, and the sun was shining directly down on it. It looked like some old Disney movie, so I decided to go deeper into the woods. Because I entered somewhere at the start of the woods, I had to walk through thick bushes and smaller trees. But after a few hundred meters, I came out to an almost completely dry stream, and next to it was a rotten, abandoned cabin that looked sketchy, and I just shrugged it off as an old cabin for hunters. But a little bit further down the stream, there was a concrete wall that was closed by a thick metal plate and secured with a lock, and on top of it, I decided to not mess around with it and continued my way down the stream where I was met with a few dead trees in a very small ravine where a tree had fallen over. I decided to sit there and eat something before continuing my exploration, but from there, things started to feel quite weird because I got this feeling where I thought that something was stalking me from far away. This made me pack up and leave because I usually trust my guts. This feeling got stronger and stronger the further back I went, and at some point it made me so uncomfortable that I started to slowly sprint upstream to get out of the forest because the sun should set around 1940 and it was 1830 at the time, and the last thing I wanted was getting lost in the woods at the dark. After a few nerve-wracking minutes, I came back to the cabin, and the feeling got so strong that I could feel something breathing down my neck. This was enough for me and I bolted into approximate into the approximate direction I came from. I ran through some nasty bushes and just ignored all the cuts because I wanted to just get out of the forest and after I did, I felt like this feeling disappeared in an instant. For whatever reason, I stood a few dozen meters away from the forest and just looked into it to make sure that nothing was following me. I still get goosebumps when I think about this encounter and this was the last time that I would go near a forest in the middle of nowhere alone. For everyone who read until this end thanks for your time and don't be as stupid as i was
0: wait i got a little lost in that. <laughs> like in the, in the end she got was she lost in the forest
1: no she just kept going deeper in and um and then where did she land at the end back out of the spot that she entered
0: from but she didn't know where she was in the in like the forest
1: she didn't know where she was but she just kept getting this uncomfortable feeling like the deeper she went into that spot so she just like bolted out of there i don't know i mean i feel like we're misgendering at this moment because we really
0: don't know no one who's i'm not used to somebody else reading it so i think i got distracted i could feel something breathing down my neck so they they felt something breathing down their neck in the forest it almost feels like one of those stories um or one of those movies in like the thriller the horror genre where there's a period of lost time because the way she's saying that like the time jumped forward and then she like had a like a plan on where she was gonna go but then she just kind of popped out of the same place and all this strange stuff happened at night i don't
1: know kind of reminds me of the cabin in the woods
0: movies (laughs) wait wait, you mean the one with like um isn't there like a spinoff with mac miller oh i don't know but the one where they go in the cabin and like depending on what they pick is how they all die i have not heard of that one maybe that's
1: where it was filmed at and like you shouldn't be over there
0: <laughs> like Kevin in the woods <laughs> are you talking about like listen okay go in the house for a weekend away they're all like college students and then they pick an item and depending on what item they pick it's like a setup government scheme of how they're going to i've die. never heard that yeah like Kevin in the woods a very <laughs> baby version of it and that's so,
1: okay, so it's looks like Scary Movie 5. Oh, my gosh. Um, so,
0: they, like, parodied it? Yes. Yeah,
1: so, if you go on YouTube, it's the movie with the cabin in the woods scene from Scary Movie. Oh, my gosh. And it literally has Mac Miller in it.
0: No, I watched this one. It was, like, an actual horror movie, and it had that. That, that looks very familiar, um, but I don't remember watching yes, it. Yes, it had, um... Chris Hemsworth in it. I think before he did Thor. And then it had I thought you were going to say something. Else. <laughs> no. And then it had um oh my goodness. I can't remember his name. The one guy from uh one of the actors that was on Grey's Anatomy for a long time. 007. no it was uh, a <laughs> Jesse Jesse something. He played uh Jackson Avery. cabin in the woods scenario but honestly i just wouldn't go out in any wood alone it doesn't matter um yeah it's like your trap it doesn't matter if it's like your normal walking trail your running
1: trail we don't like it either it's okay yeah okay so this especially the time that we're in like you don't really know what could happen with you going out there Mm -mm. especially by yourself to be fair you didn't under you didn't like you didn't know that it was gonna be that back there but something
0: obviously lured you there what if it was like somebody else walking in the woods and they started breathing down your neck because they just like ran out of breath and needed a buddy <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to they wanted you like come on <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> Come join my cabin for fun.
1: Okay, this one is titled Mr. Red Eyes Nightmare of My Childhood, sent in by apprehensive underscore ad underscore 8564 on Reddit. Okay, so this starts out as me, a young child of around 8 to 10 years old. I don't remember all the details because over time I blocked many of the experiences the first time I saw any of the experiences. The first time I saw the red-eyed man was at night. I was always afraid of the dark, and for some reason I had the cheapest blinds in the world. And some of the blades were broken and missing, and even though I was afraid of the dark, I was curious of what was there. As I'm looking out my window to move the blinds, I begin to go to bed. I don't peer into the darkness. I peer a figure that it is in itself pure darkness with beady red glowing eyes. I jump to my bed, pull my covers over my head like that was going to start stop anything from harming me. This went on for three or four more nights, and because of that, I slept with my covers over my head for probably the next two to three weeks. I started hearing the third week something that was far more heavy than what my eight-year-old brain thought was human. Uh, Stand there for up to one to two hours, just standing, and would eventually walk away. One day, I got the courage to peek out from my cover just to see the darkness with red eyes staring at me. I have more to this story, but I would like to know, has anybody else seen this particular
0: entity? And well, that's then... not Can only mean one thing. And it's not a good thing. <laughs> and the other color it comes in is black. So it's, <laughs> it's probably a D to the E to the M to the O to the N. Here. If you're curious... Um... Since this was when you're eight to
1: ten years old, I can't really tell you to burn it down <laughs> because hopefully you
0: don't um, live there anymore. Oh my uh, gosh. That's clearly Maybe terrifying. Your your curtains or your blinds. <laughs> traumatic. Oh my gosh. Well, I've it's very rare that I've honestly heard stories about red eyes. I often hear them about like glowing black yellow white red is a very ominous color so these are red glowing eyes well yes but you know like i don't hear about red ones very often so i feel like that's a very um kind of terrifying it's like a demonic presence i i don't know i think i would definitely be
1: running to my parents room
0: (laughs) yeah but how did it get somehow attached to you and for such a little like small stint of time but
1: see children like especially around the age that this child was at yeah they're more open to like
0: paranormal stuff well yeah but it still seems suspicious like was it attached to you was it attached to the house like because when things only show up for a stint of time but you're still living in like the home it kind of seems like it's more unlikely to be in the home it's more that you picked it up from
1: i think that if this person hasn't experienced this since that point on and they've like you know they've obviously grown up they're either just not as in touch with the paranormal side or this thing was not attached to them it was attached to the environment that they were in curtains no blinds like
0: yeah like well one day you'll open them for me. One day it'll be night. So you see my freaking, eyes. I couldn't even imagine like being
1: that young and, but then like, you know, if this child was to like tell somebody what he saw, yeah, they're just gonna play it off as a bad dream. Oh yeah, because like I've said before, people are not open to the fact that stuff like this can exist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no yeah no they're not like but i'm thinking back to my childhood like fortunately i didn't see anything that was red (laughs) i don't know i had a red pillow (laughs) that was it i did another pillow that looked like zac efron from high school musical that was it (laughs) just sleep with zac efron then (laughs) nine (laughs) years old your husband's over there looking at you (laughs) i red just have to like cleanse everything <laughs> i still see your face hey, in red Horrible. <laughs> he can't open my curtains monsters inc <laughs> where they come through the door and they just have to collect the screams. at first he came next to the window and was like "Ooh, wrong door then went back to the factory and came in the bedroom <laughs> knocked out tonight's the night
1: <laughs> Three weeks from now is the day I'm actually supposed to be in your room. Sorry, I scared you the first time. <laughs> this one is titled Johnny Depp Haunted Club. It is sent in by time Average 1192 on Reddit. Separate church from law. But what about separating spirits from law? People have tend to be skeptic of the kind of energy that exists within the afterlife. The limit that tends to hold down people's souls after death. And yet, people in our own reality and dimension tend to see the afterlife. The so-called paranormal has raised many eyebrows within all of history. Many speculations about life after death has caused many to spiral into a loop of question. Are spirits real? Where do we go after death? Is there even a heaven or hell? There is always the civil debate within this topic. Many seem to not believe in any form of religion. Many digress. Many have encountered spirits within, without any form of explanation, seeing the lifeless apparitions of dead people. Dead people who are restless within limbo of the afterlife. Claims state that the reason on why is because of the form these roaming souls are not at rest is from the ways that they have died. Murder, suicide, accidental. It's all the things that have seemed to cause the problems within these restless spirits. These haunting, as many call it. Murder surrounds much of dark energy. It radiates a large amount of negative energy to go cause these victims of the dead to be confused and scared, or even worse. Many of these ghosts seek for justice or answers to what has happened to them in their previous lives. Yet, even after finding these solutions, it seems to not change the soul that was marked. The blood of the victims will always stain with history of what has happened from birth to death. To find the answer to what has happened to them, they are a voiceless figure attempting to reach out to which is the other side, for them. This is the cause of reality clashing with the paranormal. Witnesses claim seeing the dead walk among them. These ghosts are always attempting to draw attention to find help, With this also has caused diversity within the cause of heaven and hell, gods, angels, demons, and even the devil himself. The devil reaches his hand out to earth in an attempt to punish the dead. Negative entities have been claimed to exist within our reality. Demons, and the most seem to harm not just these ghosts, but also take effect to the living. Latching on to hosts like a parasite, infecting living victims' normal lives. Attacking or worse enough, killing the innocent. Yet the devil works his way around. Serial killers, murderers, or even one Owns hand seemed to claim the lives of many victims, driven by such negativity that the darkness within the other side feeds off from. This causes the spirits to never rest within the afterlife. Murders within history remain unsolved with no answer or clue given to the law. Justice cannot reach to the dead, but can the dead reach far enough to seek justice. The sixth sense have reached out to the dead to attempt to help them in any form the human body and mind can possess. Not just that, paranormal investigations have been deducted through the 20th century from advanced technology. EVPs, aka electronic voice phenomenons, have always managed to help let the dead speak through these devices to communicate with the living. Telling us everything that they know, they can know within their embodiments. Physical evidence can be tied with claims with the dead that has helped find answers for these ghosts. But the controversy has debated if this even works or is real enough to tie in within the living world. These spirits have made every attempt that coincidentally has laid down the proof they seek for. These spirits reach for help from the prison limbo that they are stuck. Darkness can be risen from hell. Beloved actor Johnny Depp reached out to Anthony Fox within the owner of the iconic, infamous nightclub for celebrities within 1993 to 2020 called the Viper Club in L.A. Depp and Fox has been involved with the business that the building has formed through history. It has gone through many variants within its history, at one point being a grocery store to a club for mobsters within the 1900s. Within the same time of the ownership of Johnny and Tony owning the club, there struck a dark disaster. Actor River Phoenix died on the night of Halloween within the same year of 1993. He died from an alleged drug overdose in front of the building when exiting. Paramedics claimed him dead on the spot upon aiding him. Reaching into further its history, Depp was sued by Fox with an illegal haggling within the business money of the club. Around December of 2001, a day before Fox's testimony, he disappeared without a trace. He He has done so before, but nothing seemed to reassure the current existence of Anthony Fox. His car was soon found in San Francisco with no trace of him a week later. Fasting into the present, previous management have reported witnessing strange things. Stone Temple Pilots Bassett and owner of the Vibra Club, Tommy Black, have reported seeing strange things, such as glass cups being thrown from the counter and breaking. People passing out in a specific spot of the bar about 16 or 17 times. Other employees reported receiving communications from the dead from phone calls and text messages. Things moving, banging, and apparitions appearing. Three, to be specific. Reported today, the workers have been informed by who they cannot say that a body is supposedly buried underneath the building. Ghost Adventures has investigated the case into the spirits of the building, recovering any groundbreaking groundbreaking evidence was shockingly enough to tie into the life and and dead. While investigating, they attempted to communicate with any spirits in hopes to seek any answer to who was haunting the building. River Phoenix has been claimed to speak through a spirit box to the team a female voice being heard in camera, and Anthony Fox appearing, but not physically. Which, in the case of his disappearance, a spirit claimed his name is Anthony to the team. The team immediately identified him as Anthony Fox. BuzzFeed Unsolved, Shane and Ryan personally investigated the building themselves as well, recovering evidence as well to push the claim it is Anthony Fox. The spirit says, help, please help me, help me, please, in full sentences. The spirit spoke through the spirit box. Could this be the spirit of Anthony Fox? The building is reported to be demolished in the current year of 2022. Now, speaking from the personal point of view. This can shed light within the hoax of the body buried underneath the building. The only way to find out is when the city builds the building tower that will stand where the Viper Club used to exist. Enough evidence will shine into the surface once it's dug out. Will there be a body reported underneath the building being dug out? Will this call stringers to be pointed at Johnny Depp himself within the coincidence of the disappearance of Anthony Fox? There's no legal report of Fox pronounced pronounced dead, but his spirit seems to haunt the building now, raising many eyebrows and questions of why. Johnny will soon be deep within the dirt, if so.
0: Okay. Mm. I feel like this was written as kind of a... Um, expansion of what's happening right now um with mr johnny Johnny depp Depp and uh the court and everything but i i do find it interesting because i've never heard this story before me neither i kind of want to research it now well they said it was on ghost adventures so i would like to watch that that's a show like i used to watch ghost hunters so and you think with very popular people like this, you would hear it more. But I haven't heard anything about this uh-uh. until now. Um, I actually don't know who River Phoenix is, unfortunately. I do not. I think we should probably look that up now. don't know what to say because I want to be respectful. But I do feel this was brought up because of the news and like i don't know yeah i don't feel like it would have been brought up yeah it is interesting that yeah this could potentially happen where the paranormal um is brought into cases of court or maybe a situation did happen nobody knows about at the location but i don't think at this point it's urgent to do anything about it you know they're tearing the building down anyways and they're building on top of it
1: are they gonna dig up the ground
0: well that's archive 81. <laughs> are they gonna dig up the ground the <laughs> and, um, oh,
1: archive 81 that is we've literally mentioned Archive eighty one in this episode and last episode. So right. Well let me it's it's just like of, finding like twenty million connections between this show
0: and between stories sent in. It's kind of kinda of weird.
1: Sure
0: River Phoenix was an American actor and musician. Anthony Fox was just disappeared.
1: They found his car. But I feel like a lot of, like, musicians and or actors around that time dabbled heavily in drugs. And that's why we see a lot of them lost
0: their lives that young. Yes. But partially between, like, 70s, 80s, 90s, there was a lot of uh, instances with drugs gone wrong. And I think heroin was a big thing at the time in the 90s. So unfortunately, yeah, that that very well could just been accidental. The Viper Room was this all-black building. I'm sorry, but how would he be buried underneath the building?
1: Unless they did construction at some point.
0: Well, like, how would you bury somebody underneath the building? If you or were to an like, opening underneath the building?
1: If you were to tear up the floor like the concrete and all to like redo it Mm -hmm. then yeah there's an opportunity to bear a body his abandoned farm denmark by dkrcs on reddit this was actually two days ago i was with my family i have a little brother and sister on a one-week vacation to denmark my grandfather and grandmother and my two cousins My grandparents take care of them because their father died and their mom can't take care of them. My grandparents are already retired, so they have little income. So sometimes we take them with us on vacation. While we were there, after around four days, we start to notice that the huge farm was empty and abandoned for at least 10 years. So I and my youngest cousin, he is 13 and I am 14, decided to go to the farm to check it out. It was so scary. You felt like you were being watched at all times. We ran back to the house multiple times because we got scared. Even doing it at 12 a.m. and the sun was shining. 12 a.m. and the sun shining is not a thing. No. (laughs) It's 12 p.m. There was this door that was half open and we went in and there was this barn that was 300 meters long, pitch black, even with flashlights. We couldn't really see something. So we went back. The next barn also had a door and we opened it and there was this long hallway, about 250 meters and around 200 meters into the hallway was this random cart. There was about three or four windows on the right side and two or three big doors on the left. We decided to leave the place because we felt so uncomfortable. We walked around the whole area, and there is just so much to talk about. But on the other side, we went inside another big barn, and my cousin thought he had heard footsteps, so we left and went home. Next day, we went back with my other cousin. He is 16. Told him everything we explored, the whole terrain. Again, if you want to hear more about this, tell me. Fast forward recently, we went to the long hallway again, and this was by far the most creepy place in the whole farm. We went in, and my youngest cousin went up front because he wanted to explore the thing, and he loved it. He had the strongest flashlight. We went inside and checked the big doors on the left. There were like steel bars to keep pigs in or let cows pass through to the place where they would get milk. The second door was the same room on the first one. And I don't remember if there was a third one, but if there was, it was kind of the same thing. Then at the end, after the cart was there, there was this hallway to the left with a big area with chairs. And on the right, there was this hallway that went on on for another 200 meters. While we were there, we just got a really bad feeling and we made a run for it. Outside, we thought the place was fucked up, so we went and showed my oldest cousin the rest. On the way back, we came by the hallway again and my youngest cousin wanted an Instagram picture, so I made that for him. I gave him his phone back and got the stupid idea to get him back inside and close the door. So I said from another angle the picture would look even better. He went inside again around 10 meters from the door and gave me his phone. I proceeded to pretend I was making a picture and quickly closed the door. He ran towards it and banged on the wall and screamed, let me out of this. He started screaming so loud. And I wouldn't say he is a coward. Then he just suddenly screamed, Let me out of this. Something is coming. At first, I thought he was just saying that so he would open the door. But after a second, I got a really bad feeling and noticed the fear in his voice. And I knew I had to open the door fast. So I rushed to the door, struggled to get it open, and he came running out. I closed the door behind him. He had just been around four to five seconds alone in the hallway. While we were walking back, I said, You saw, you said that there was something coming. Is that true? And he said he saw a shadow sprinting towards them faster than and then he wouldn't be able to see it until it passed another window. He told me the shadow was in between the first and second window at the moment we opened the door so the thing had to run like 200 meters in five seconds. At home we decided to check the footage from that hallway that we had made earlier before the incident. He wasn't able to look at it as he was too scared. I found that when we were When we were there, there was one little light or white thing on the end of the hallway to the right. When you turned the camera to some window at the left and back, there was suddenly a second white thing, but this time on the left. I paused the video and saw something with a face staring at us. It was so creeped out. So were we. What if we wouldn't happen had opened it after five seconds? I kind of want to explore it. (laughs) Well, At
0: first, when you were talking about the metal bars, I was like oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> like, And then they were talking that it could have been because of farm animals to which keep makes them sense. out. Which I Yeah, mean, that it's, makes it's sense. It's a huge farm. Yeah, nothing really sinister about it being a, a farm or farmland.
1: But then, I don't know, maybe you should do research into the land because if it's been abandoned for 10 years, mm-hmm. you might be able to find some stuff that went on there. Yeah. Because it, being abandoned doesn't always mean that a farm necessarily closed it could mean that something
0: bad happened there yeah you also might be able to find previous owners of it if it was a farm operating under a certain name and then look up what happened to those owners you can also be
1: able to if you find those owners you probably talk with the owners and see if they ever experienced anything similar
0: very true it's very easy to backtrack stuff online. That's, mm, terrifying. Yeah. But, but if they're on
1: vacation,
0: it might does, be a little harder uh, to get in
1: contact, but <laughs> that's <laughs> do you want to get in contact? Well,
0: they it definitely seems paranormal the way they said that the figure jumped from the window to the window. It was a window, right? It was
1: yeah, that was in the like video footage but when they had closed the cousin in there yeah they said that there was something running at him like super fast and it ran like 200 meters in 5 seconds
0: do you all still have the video cuz i want to see that <laughs> i
1: don't think the video was when he got shut in there it was just the video um, like but they of said the two- there were like Two, orbs? like, white things. Yeah. Five, which I'm guessing probably orbs. Yeah.
0: One, like, on the right side, one on the left side. I still like to see it, though, because even if it's not, like, what happened in the full story, it would still be interesting to kind of uh, get a feel for the farm. And I feel like if they ever mention video
1: footage, we should be able to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't mention video footage and then not send it to us. Yeah, it's really really disappointing like like oh my god there's a video out there and you're not showing it yeah but you got the
0: crystal set up you know <laughs> we're ready we're prepared for you we won't share it but we will happily watch it in our own confines of our home in the dark
1: we'll watch it together because i'm a little scared
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh i just i don't know i just don't think abandoned places you know are my vibe i don't want to go know. to them hang out at them i don't want to hang Same out thing, photos but of I them. i want to explore them you know what happens when you explore them i don't really like holding like just
1: tape all these crystals to my body and like walking through the building with sage like <laughs> i just want to explore leave me alone
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just i can't
1: i don't know i we passed by i feel like it was in atlanta we passed by this old building that was definitely, like, condemned. Like, they had fenced it in and everything. It would have been so cool to go in there. Oh. Like, it was in a bad part of town, though. No. How do you know it was a school? school? It looked like maybe, like, it could have been, like, an old hospital, maybe? Ah, uh, yeah. It was a pretty huge building.
0: Old psychiatric unit. I don't know. I used even better. (laughs) I used to know this group of people in high school. They would um, play manhunt and hide and seek and like those games, you know, where you know what manhunt is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they would play those sorts of you know young people games uh, around an abandoned house and in an abandoned house and. Just like hide next to the house and like things like that, which that that just like abandoned houses, not knowing if it's abandoned. Especially that's there could be homeless people staying in there. Yeah, why would you do that? There's, I like, did. A, okay, so nine.
1: the only I think I've been in two abandoned places here in Florida, and um, one of them is actually up and running as a church now, but it used to be a church in the past. And we went in there, but it was really bad because the homeless had gotten in, and you know, yeah, we're using it as their home. And and no care in the world, they would just piss. Oh my god! (laughs) Unlike the floors and stuff, which is gross. But like, it's kind of cool to see it though. Like something that was once like cherished and loved is just like demolished now. And now.
0: But now they've gotten it back to its, like, former glory, yeah, which is cool, but... But remember, wherever <sighs> you live, it could have been an abandoned farm. <laughs> there was another one here in Florida, and I
1: think it used to be a school, and then at one point after that, it was, like, a nursing home, which is even scary, because nursing homes, you know, a lot of people pass away this. but, um, you yeah. know... I do it's pretty cool to see.
0: They're very
1: haunted. I think there's even like like toilets there, but like haunted toilet. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was like toilets, like newer toilets, like maybe they were getting ready to start. Something. So the old ones were it. haunted. But the new Probably. ones Probably. Okay. Okay, I think we're good on that one. This one is titled Ghost by My Window. Sent in by Fallen Zero Star 9. On Reddit. I've always been a believer of the paranormal ever since I was a child because me and my family lived in a fairly haunted house. I've had very terrific experiences from shadow figures and full-body apparitions. From all of them, there is one that stuck out the most. For context for this story, I live in South Africa where we get something called load shedding. Load shedding is where the powers temporarily shut off for up to two hours or more. This one night, I woke up in the middle of the night around 12 o'clock. It wasn't long after the power went out, and it was pitch pitch black nothingness. I have a phobia for the dark, so I always like to have some sort of light source when I'm going to bed. So I went searching for a candle with my phone's flash. I got a candle, lit it, and went to bed. Keeping in mind, this was in the middle of the summer here, and it gets really hot. So I opened the window that was next to my bed for cold air. I forgot to close the curtains and went to bed. I couldn't fall back to sleep, and my back was facing the window that was open without anything covering it. I turned around, and that was when I saw a man standing in front of my window. I reacted so fast because I thought he was someone who was planning to break in, but he disappeared instantly in front of me. It was as if he was never there. Every time I recall this encounter in my mind, I'm left with no explanation. There's no footsteps of someone running away. It was dead silent, and we have three dogs that bark at almost anything. Lastly, this encounter also made me never open any window in the middle of the night, no matter the circumstances
0: load shedding yeah and the power just shuts off so they shut the power off for like
1: two hours
0: every night
1: i don't know if they they didn't really explain why it was shut out for two hours um maybe i don't know
0: is that a i've never heard the word load shedding like is it just a thing in that region, or is it like a vocabulary word that means like it shut off for duration of time? Because if so, my uh, Wi-Fi at home often load sheds for two hours every night. <laughs> Doesn't work.
1: So, according to the Oxford Dictionary. Load shedding is an action to reduce the load on something, especially the interruption of an electricity supply to avoid excessive load on the generating plant.
0: That's interesting.
1: Which I've actually never heard of. Which is probably really smart.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of that either. It's probably really smart, and maybe sometimes it's nice to just know that, like, so the yeah, power is off really for care a bit. About stuff like that. So. It can be helpful, but oh my. Maybe start sleeping with like 10 flashlights on at night and a blanket, two blankets, three blankets over your head because if that load shedding starts again,
1: well, you don't want to be there. In 2022, I would never open my window to sleep, anyways.
0: No, hell no.
1: That's a little um, terrifying. Yeah. You never know what can happen. I have told you about the story about the serial killer that said if your door is unlocked, it's an open invitation. And if your door is locked, you know he's not welcome. Yeah. I
0: never even open my window for anything during the day, at night. Like, you won't catch me doing that ever. I feel
1: like I have to check my door, like, five times to make sure it's locked because I feel like I keep hearing noises.
0: Oh, yeah. Every day I check... Um, probably every hour I check the front door, I check the back, I check all the windows. I'm like, um, just constantly, like, I don't know.
1: (laughs) But dogs, I mean, like, all animals, animals are like children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they can... They're perceptive of
0: the other side.
1: But did... The thing is, where the dogs in the room with you?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: because someone showing up at your window, not saying anything, could easily just, like, walk away.
0: Yeah, what if it heard. was your neighbor?
1: You better go check on you, your neighbor. You
0: almost wouldn't, like, know, unfortunately, if the power was out and you couldn't see. You almost wouldn't know if it was just, like, your neighbor or something.
1: I don't know. That's slightly terrifying. I yeah. can't believe you slept with your window open. I
0: could never sleep with your three dogs. I mean, from now on.
1: Let's not even like talk about the fact that you could just like have bugs coming in your
0: window. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
1: Does your window have a screen on it? Or is it just like a straight window?
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was wondering because like the windows in this room have the screen on them. So if you open them, like it's, you kind of got a little bit of a block from the outside world, but it's still not safe enough from people.
1: us to take off i really like our windows because they click lock yeah and there's no way for them to open them from the outside yeah and i have like even tried to yank on them myself yeah i can't
0: well you're on the second floor too so be pretty difficult hey
1: some some people might like the challenge <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: gonna take the challenge <laughs> okay
1: ninja warrior silly serial killer version <laughs> <laughs> Forsaken bunny from reddit um we're starting with last night episode one last night wasn't very different from other nights i fell asleep around 10 to 11 p.m and woke up around 2:50 ish a.m to my phone beeping loud as a fire alarm it scared me to death at first i thought it was an amber alert even though it didn't sound like one I frantically turned the volume all the way down on my phone, and it still beeped an eerie noise. About five minutes had passed, and I couldn't figure out where the noise was coming from, as all apps were closed. I finally fully restarted my phone and turned it back on. It worked, but then I started to hear things around the house move around on their own. Next we have The Night, Episode 2. It was a very tense night because of the arguments. I was tired of arguing with my little sister, so I decided to sleep on the couch in the living room. I had a thin blanket, a pillow from the couch, my phone, and laptop. I decided since I couldn't fall asleep, I might as well watch a video about black-eyed children. Okay. I was still in elementary school, but I didn't care. I knew my place was haunted, and I wanted to know every possible way about how to protect myself from these evil fear-eating spirits. Soon enough, I became tired around 10 to 11 p.m. The house was dead silent. Everyone was inside their rooms within with the hallway light on, and the living room lamp was on. I had to decide to leave it on because I had never slept in the living room alone before. Minutes go by, and I'm on the verge of falling asleep peacefully. It was a mistake sleeping on that couch. Little did I know what happened next would traumatize me for the rest of my life. I used to sleep with a blanket over my head, a thin blanket so I could still breathe, but wasn't blinded by the light because I had the Buck in my room. So as usual, I had a thin blanket over my head. I hadn't fallen asleep yet, but I heard footsteps, and I giggled a little, thinking to myself that it was my mom trying to scare me. That's when the realization hit that I had walked to the hallway earlier and saw all the bedroom doors shut closed. In this small apartment, you can hear anything from any side of the place. My eyes widened in fear, and I heard the footsteps leading up to right next to me on the couch. They stopped. My heart pounded faster than ever. In silent fear, I shut my eyes tightly. It felt like for a minute, whatever was there just went away. I was wrong again. I finally had the courage to open my eyes while still underneath this thin blanket, and I saw a figure. A figure as was seven feet tall, just staring at me, kind of hunched over. I could see its shadow, and it stayed in that position for a couple of seconds, then quickly went away. I thought to myself, oh, thank God it's gone, but I was still very tense and shocked shock what just happened. I couldn't shake off that eerie feeling as in mid-silence I heard it again. Only this time it was stomping louder than a human being could on carpet. This happened right next to me. Back then, my mom didn't believe in such nonsense. She called my school and called me crazy for what I told her that night. My teachers were scared until I got back to class. The school had called a psychiatrist to help help ask me what had happened. I told him the truth and he was very nice and believed me. He told me to never tell my mom when things like that happen. Best advice ever. (sighs) We have Terror of the Night, Episode 3. It was a normal, excruciatingly long day. As a fifth grader, I was constantly assigned many essays, probably a new one each week. It took painfully long to complete them compared to all of the students in my class, so each school night I would stay up very late. To me, it was worth it since my grades were doing really well. My mom used to have to work every, work early, so I would always be at school at 6 a.m. or earliest 4 a.m. I stayed up past 1 a.m. each night doing these essays. I mainly slept about 3 to 4 hours per night if I was lucky. This particular night, I fell asleep around 12 to 1 a.m. because I had finished the essay. I was at school this day, but it wasn't like any other ordinary day this time. I was inside the main entrance of the school's office as all of a sudden the landing of the room had changed dramatically. It was much darker than usual with a bit of an orange-red glow. Everyone began to panic as we saw the world outside. My heart was pounding as I faced the window eye to eye with our world that no longer seemed like our world. It became completely different. I backed away from the window and fell over as I watched the sky turn completely red, orange, and dark. There were no stars left to see. They were all gone. The sky had a glow, kind of like fire while in the darkness. The moon looked like a blood moon, completely red. The sun was nowhere to be seen. Running, screaming chaos, fire everywhere, mass chaos in cities. The people were crying because the telephone lines were not working so no one could reach their families. The ground began to crack and shift and shake. That's when a teacher pulled me aside to the basement area that I'd never seen before. We stayed inside of there, looking out the tiny window, afraid of everything going on. The asteroids began to hit. That's when I wake up. I regret waking up. Why did I have to wake up? I could sense someone was watching me.
0: Well, that was inspired by a true story or not. Um What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? I mean like you're what was, you, the thing you was wrong with you. you? Fifth grade. <laughs> it sounds like some sequel or prequel story to Stranger Things. <laughs> it it, does, it seems like down. it would be like a good movie or good
1: show to like that dream. Then you wake up and it's reality. And then, like, you're just like locked in this place, having to like deal with
0: oncoming life. <laughs> the aliens. The guidance counselor sounds very smart. Like, oh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell your parents. But, however, I feel like that's probably not legal for a guidance counselor to say. <laughs> like they're a the guidance counselor.
1: That was a psychiatrist.
0: Oh, that was a psychiatrist? That was a
1: psychiatrist.
0: But it was brought in by the school. No. Right? No. <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't what think story so. Was I reading. It was either brought in by the school
1: or like the mom brought well, them in Well, that doesn't
0: sound like legal to say. Well, I don't know. Maybe as a psychiatrist you can maybe like say whatever you want. You're supposed to patient. believe your patient. Reality. Yeah, but That does seem a little concerning to just be like, hey, they do have to keep the stuff
1: like secret and like they don't have to tell the parents unless it is something they feel like can harm themselves or others. Yeah. So if it's really not harmful, I guess, then it doesn't really have to be told. But for that advice to be like not to tell your mom that stuff.
0: They're going to pay some easy money if they're sitting there like, yeah. Don't tell your mom anything. Everything you say is right. Don't tell them anything.
1: I completely believe you, but, you know, your mom doesn't. So don't tell her anything from now on.
0: I don't know. It sounds like an alternate. It sounds like an alternate universe or different dimension. You could be astral projecting as well. Like where you're sleeping and you're projecting yourself into another dimension but then you wake up and you're in one that's crazy I can't even I don't know these people were so in touch and I'm just like they were very talented for being in the fifth grade
1: yeah like your essays so um my mom would have beat me For freaking staying up that late in fifth grade. so
0: You know what I did in fifth grade? I would like go to school and have anxiety over science questions and cry and, and go home. You <laughs> need a pancake, go to sleep. You only went to school for science? <laughs> no. was <laughs> like so smarter though. If you like our theme song, it was created by the talented The Real Rorschach. If you have stories to email us, you can email at helloghostypodcast at gmail.com or post to our Reddit page, paranormal underscore podcast. Also, make sure to follow for updates on Instagram and TikTok under Podcast. Goodbye.